Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's going on, everyone? Jared Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this Tuesday morning. We're getting closer to the Eagles and the 49ers, the NFC Championship game. Obviously, we'll continue to uh, revel in the birds getting to this point and that destruction of the Giants. But really starting to look forward now more to the uh, the coming two games, dare I say, because I think the Eagles will play in both of their uh, potential games up ahead this year. We'll talk about it. Obviously, we'll uh, we'll talk about it all with you at 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Joe DeCamera. Johnny. Do you know frogs have... 360 degree field of vision they not, can see behind them they can see yeah they can see everything and to make you cannot sneak up on a frog it, because they sleep with their eyes open in addition to having 360 degree field of vision mm. well i love I, it you start by saying not possible like you yeah, have no, any no. idea about the science of this whether well, they possible. they asked the frog yeah, they, they said, "Hey, frog. Oh my hey, God. frog. Can you see? Can you see everywhere? Do you have any idea how oh, yeah. how things are are, are like <laughs> hey, figured frog. out? How science hey, works? F- hey, frog. Do you have any concept? Yeah. About no, I don't actually. I know. I don't. It's very clear. But I like sports. Comments. I got hired to talk sports, and you guys throw Animal Kingdom in here. All right, look two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. As we move further away from the Giants and closer to the Niners game, guys, I got to say it, and I'm going to say it all week, but I'm going to say it right here, right now." I truly believe the Eagles are being disrespected nationally. And I want to find out if people agree with me. I'll say this, and it is, it is noteworthy to say. The Eagles are actually, um, they're not an underdog like five years ago. They're not an underdog, you know, in this game. It's not like big picture. I mean, the Eagles' odds to win the Super Bowl jumped because of the combination of things that happened last week. Obviously, the Eagles look great. Mahomes got injured. Um, you know, San Francisco won, but they didn't destroy Dallas the way the Eagles destroyed the Giants. So it's not like the five years ago disrespect, but disrespect is still disrespect. And I find it, John, absolutely outrageous that the Eagles are only a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game versus the Niners. Consider the following. They destroyed the Giants. I mean, the Eagles were the most impressive team in the divisional round of the playoffs, by the way, second most impressive team was not San Francisco. It was Cincinnati. The Eagles destroyed the Giants. I'm watching the Eagles play the Giants, and I'm saying to myself, the Eagles are going to win it all. So two-and-a-half point point spread to me is nuts on that basis. Not to mention Hertz is obviously back, healthy. Healthy enough, by far healthy enough. So you got that factor. You got the birds at home in this game. I mean, you know, this is not your run-of-the-mill home field advantage. At least I don't think it is. So you got that reality. You got the fact that the Eagles, prior to the Jalen Hurts injury, were 13-1. and And by the way, 
they were well, actually, twelve. Uh, thir- uh, yeah, thirteen and one. And by the way, they were a thirteen and one. Where in a lot of those games, not all of them, but in a lot of those games, they clobbered fools. They crushed teams. So I just don't see how a dominant thirteen and one, with the quarterback back who would have been the MVP, with an offense and defense that are clicking, in front of the home fans, with a team that essentially, when they've tried this year, a full effort of trying. Not against a team that tanks like the Giants did week 18. When you're actually playing a team trying, this squad goes 14-1. and Just won the last game by what felt like 75 points, where it could have been, but they de-throttled to only win by about 30. I just don't understand how they're only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. John, I don't know if you make sense of it. I don't know what everyone thinks. I want to hear from everyone, 215-592-9494. I think it's crazy national (laughs) disrespect. Joe, I, I agree. With you, uh, this is this is the best team in the NFL. We felt that way a month and a half ago, and we are now back to where we have total confidence because of the the last performance that we saw. It was incredible. It was hitting on all cylinders. And b- by the way, I don't understand this. Uh, hey, their defense is so great that they that the 49ers have uh, you know a, a great chance in this game. People seem to forget they're the number one total defense. We're number two. I, I know we're John. number two in the NFL. <laughs> right. And by the way, our quarterback is back and healthy and and looking like himself again. And and he was the best player in the league this season. On the other side, the contrast. But between Jalen Hurts, I I don't think that, for whatever reason, Brock Purdy, uh, I don't think people view him as a rookie quarterback any longer. He is a rookie quarterback. Think of all the, think of all the, uh, the way people would talk about the the great defenses going up against a rookie quarterback. Yep. We are a great defense. Yeah. Why isn't the discussion? What is Jonathan Gannon? What what are these uh, these Eagles defenders gonna do to a young quarterback who hasn't seen much? Yes, he's been good enough to accomplish you know, their goals by by distributing the ball, getting it to their their big time playmakers. And by the way, I I do think maybe that's part of this equation. Those those playmakers, you know, when you talk about McCaffrey and Kittle yeah. and Debo Samuel. I think that sort of overshadows the truth of this game, which is a lockdown Eagles defense is going to make a rookie quarterback look like a rookie. That That's an inevitable uh, result. That This defense is that good for whatever reason we've been down on them throughout the season and, and – I, I guess the the nation, yeah. don't, they don't realize how good we are. Look, I want to hear from everyone, 215-592-9494. Do you think the Eagles are being disrespected nationally when they're only a two-and-a-half-point favorite against San Fran? What do you make of how you know the Eagles are perceived? I'll, what I'll, about the extra day? Well, that, the extra that, day that, helps that's still. Huge. Yeah. It's I, huge. It's yeah. huge. And, and extra day, you you got to take one of those days if you're San Francisco to travel. Right. So you you're short week to begin with, and then you got to come the whole way across the country, and you got to play in front of our fans, who will be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'll say, look, I'll say this: the 49ers are a really good team. They have won 12 in a row. I don't sneeze at that. I get it. There's that reality. There is the fact that the 49ers 
beat a better team than the Eagles beat. Dallas, better than Giants. Yeah. And, and maybe even, like, maybe a decent amount better. I mean, Dal- Dallas put up a fight. Granted, their offense stunk. Dallas's defense played very good against San Francisco. The Giants' offense and defense both played bad. Dallas, obviously, better than, than the Giants. So, from that standpoint, there's there's that aspect. And I'll also say this. I don't just totally assume the way I did in 0-2 when the Eagles were about to play Tampa Bay. Like, there's no way the Eagles can lose and there's no way they'll lose in front of the local, you know, home crowd in South Philly. I mean, in, in my lifetime, the NFC Championship game, the Eagles have been there five times. They're three at home, at home, five times at home. They're three and two. They won in 80. They won in 04. They won in 2017. South Philadelphia, combination of the Vet and the Link. They lost in 02. They lost in 03. It's not impossible for the Eagles to lose an NFC Championship game at home. I've seen it happen twice. I was at both games. It can happen. But I just find it highly bizarre and extremely disrespectful after what the Eagles put out there in September, October, November, early December, and last week to find us three days ago, knowing that Hertz is back. Lane Johnson obviously is totally capable. 21 of the 22 starters will play. The game is in South Philadelphia. And the 49ers do have a rookie quarterback. I find it totally bizarre and, frankly, really disrespectful that the Eagles are only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Your thoughts? 215-592-9494. Let's kick it off with Brady. Brady, you're on WIP. Yo, what's up, Big Coin? How you doing, man? Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, that'll never, that'll quick, never get old, man. It, never, it literally it never will. <laughs> um, real quick uh, quick story um just real quick i was down in the disney orlando uh last week and i met um you know him uh matt cowper oh yeah i know man sure um, very interesting um just sitting at the bar watching the game and um just happened to be sitting next to him and some of his family we got to talking and he actually uh, sent a photo of him and myself to you texted you and uh said what's up from me yeah all, <laughs> he, all good uh, man no that was that was all good stuff man. yeah man that was cool I, he just it just came up with conversation so that was really cool i appreciate but you listening than, to us and calling in here man yeah for sure. man absolutely i've been listening for a long time but um other than that i mean i'm just from that game um i wasn't totally sure going into the game last weekend but um after seeing that utter dominance um it just we haven't skipped a beat at all and i just really after watching that, I just said, man, we, we, we can run with anybody. I am not intimidated by any, you know, Chiefs, Bengals, Niner, any of them at all. Um, I just don't – if this team keeps on doing what it's doing, um, you know, working together, work, you know, playing through injury, we don't sustain any other major injuries. I just – I really don't – and anything could happen in, in, in the you know, NFL there's game. No qu- there's that, no but. question. Look, you can have some funky bounces of the ball. Obviously, you can have turnovers, which can really swing things. You can have injuries in-game. I mean, Dallas was really, truly affected by the Tony Pollard injury. That really hurt their chances the other day. So, stuff like that can happen. But, man, I mean, Brady, and and listen, dude, appreciate the phone call. I mean, John, the Eagles are really good. You know, this two-and-a-half points, uh, normally the home team is getting three, correct? Uh, Not anymore. We talked about this yesterday. I mean, that's two to two and a half is what at least what everyone says it is now two to two and a half for home point home field. That's like the standard. So they're saying this is this is even. That's basically what they're saying. They're evenly matched. Uh, Yeah, uh, that and and Kyle Shanahan actually talked about this uh, yesterday. He said, when you look at the beginning of the season, everyone thought that the the Eagles would that, that Philly would be the last team. And that's the way it ended up. I'm looking forward to the challenge. 
you know, he's that's that's not uh, an outlandish statement by by any stretch of the imagination. But we are we are dominant. We they're they're a good team. They are a very good team. Uh, they're a very good team. I I think I think that home field thing carries so much more weight for me. Well, here's because the we know better. What what it looks like for an opposing team to come in here and try to look they, they're they're a warm weather team too, I mean that they, they just played a game uh, in Santa Clara California where it was I would guess sixty degrees sixty five degrees, beautiful weather. It is hard to play in these conditions which we are experienced sure. with. Here's the thing though, Jen. I'll say for all the talk of the link, and the seventy something thousand fans that'll be there and the noise, to me the th- and so. There's an argument to be said the Eagles fans are being disrespected. The entity that I believe is being most disrespected is Jalen Hurts. He's he's way better than Brock Purdy. Like Jalen Hurts over Brock Purdy is more of an advantage than the Eagles fans being the home fans. It's probably the biggest one-to-one advantage no in the game. There's no at a question position. it is. And, and it's like, oh, nothing to see here. Kind of even teams. Like, it is? Are you kidding me? Let's go to Dennis in Springfield. Dennis, you're on WIP. Man, you guys are in my wheelhouse today. And I, and I told uh, James that uh, I, I think I need an intervention. I, I, for the last three weeks, I've been on this, this disrespect train. And it's really difficult for the rest of the nation and for the betting public to know how good the Eagles are when they don't exist outside the Delaware Valley. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this, Dennis. They certainly did not much Sunday on television. And, and I know that the commentators, to a large extent, were going to move on to the two Sunday games. But I found it really bizarre that after such a demolition on Saturday night, it was almost like the Eagles and Hurts were an afterthought on Sunday. All you heard about on Sunday on TV was freaking Burrow and, and Allen and Mahomes. And, and, and rightfully so, they should be mentioned and mentioned a lot. What about Hurts? What about Hurts? How is Hurts never mentioned in that group? And here's the other thing, Joe. They weren't an afterthought on Sunday. They were an afterthought all day yesterday and leading into today. I saw shows where they didn't even get to the Eagles till they were 45 to 50 minutes in. And then when they did get to them, you know what the topic was? Did Nick Sirianno overstep his bounds by comparing Hurts to Michael Jordan? You know, they just that, that was the topic. It's you know what that is? That's just national people. I don't know which show it was, but they they need to fill time and they try to come up with something that appeals to the nation and it's just, you know, it's just nonsense. I mean, I, mean, I will take our secondary against their receivers 7 days a week and I will take our receivers against their secondary 8 days a week. That's, that's what it's going to come down to. Well, that's part of it. I, I think it's going to come down to Hurst versus Purdy, to be honest with you. I mean, we can break it down different ways. I know there's talk, you know, Eagles can maybe run the ball more on San Fran than, than, than typically pass it because San Fran's got the pass rush. I, I just think fundamentally the game the – game, you know, John, what remember – our pass rush? Well, no, I, I get it. It. It, feels, it feels like everyone just plays up this 49ers defense thing. Yes, they were excellent, but so were we. And that gets sort of washed away. Did you know that Nick Bosa – Because there's so many other things that are excellent. Nick Bosa has 18 and a half sacks. There's no one else on the Niners who has uh, more than five. Wow, the Eagles have four it? dudes with like 11 or more. 
Yeah, that's incredible. That is. Let's talk to Al right now. Al, you're on WIP. Hi. Congratulations. Take it over the morning show in a couple weeks. Oh, thanks, thanks a month Thank or you. so. I, I look forward. I really look forward to that. But I am very, very confident on Sunday on an Eagles victory. I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, talk. And the 49ers, no question about it, are a very good team. And also, you know, I'm a believer in the on any given Sunday, who knows what can happen. They're, you know, NFL team and so on. But I truly believe that this Eagles team is the best Eagles team to ever take the field. And I'm an old guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm nearly 70 years old. Yeah. I just think this team is deep fantastic Jalen Hurts gives everything he has and is very smart and is athletically fit and ready to go I I think the Eagles by 10 and uh, it'll be a good game but the Eagles are going to win it and I have very very much uh, confidence in that you know Al that thing about best Eagles team ever so obviously I can't speak to 60 and 48 and 49 and all that but um, I do think it's the best Eagles team I've seen and and I I don't say that lightly because 2017 won the Super Bowl and 04, I really believe, was one of the best teams to lose a Super Bowl. I thought 04 was a really great football team. I think this one is better. I think, I I think it's. I, I, think well, it's, I agree. It, I told you what I believe. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just. And, and Al, good hearing from you, buddy. Appreciate the call. And, John, a lot of it, again, I, I don't want to simplify it and oversimplify and say it comes down to Hurts, but the Eagles have tapped into something with Jalen that the league is not yet. They don't know quite how to deal with. And, no. and 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 they they might figure it out there's in five no, or ten there's years. There's no right answer. There's no right answer right now. Right. Much like how the league struggled in 2017 with the Eagles RPO with Falls, but not nearly on the same level. But obviously, you know, the Eagles put something together. And listen, you see this. You see innovations from offenses. You know, things like uh, the West Coast under Bill Walsh in the 80s, which obviously continued for a long time and still to an extent. You know, the, the, the K-Gun with, with uh, Jim Kelly and the, the fast-paced offense of the Bills, which obviously ultimately got stopped, but was a thoroughbred offense. I mean, they won an AFC Championship game 51-3 to one time. I mean, they were an unbelievable offense. And, of course, you got Foles and what they could do with, you know, with – with Doug and his, you know Frank Reich and all that. But I've seen enough football this year to know teams are really struggling against quarterbacks that can do what Hurts can do. And I'll put it another way. He's, he's the only quarterback in football that can do what he does. And what I mean by that is there are other quarterbacks that can run really effectively, and there are other quarterbacks that can pass really effectively. Mm-hmm. But I believe he's the only quarterback that can do both at the same level he does. I absolutely agree with Mahomes that. can't run like him Lamar right. Jackson can't pass like him right can't uh, can't I I agree and and what teams were doing week after week they're they're trying different uh approaches you know hey this week uh a team's gonna go all out and try to send extra pressure and the next week it was hey they're, they're gonna try to sit back and make him matriculate the ball down the field by staying in zone their teams failed repeatedly and then week 18 Jalen was out there. The Giants found, wow, he's not trying to keep the ball and tuck it and, and get those yards with his legs. Right. So we'll light it up. And, and the Giants found a way to affect him. But that was because the coaching staff was yeah. holding back. And, and, and so really the only thing that's worked this season was when Jalen wasn't right. No and now we know he's right. I, uh, bingo. Exactly correct. Let's go to Colin in Washington Township. What's up, Colin? Yeah, what up? Hey, Colin. I think there is a little disrespect to the Eagles. Like you said, it was uh, after the games, it was all, uh, oh, yeah, Philly won out, whatever. There was no, like, hey, the Philly we saw for 
two months is back. They're right. blowing teams out. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, throwing thing, obviously, it's, there's no saying it's, it's important. It's a conference championship. But one thing that I think adds some importance, some intrigue to it is that I think we're going to see the Niners a lot coming up. And we, we play them next year in the regular season. I think they probably are with us about the only locks you see going forward. Like, how do they not make the playoffs uh, for a few years to come here? They're not going to be paying a quarterback anything. So we could be having some uh, playoff matchups with them in coming years as well as this mm-hmm. year. So want to get this one off on uh, the right foot. I mean, we played them last year, but you know, that just doesn't even seem like the same teams for either side, really, with them having a different quarterback. Uh, so, yeah, I just kind of want to get what could be a bit of a rivalry going. We, we, we got to get off on the right foot with that. Yeah, uh, they the rivalry thing, interesting. Like the uh, the Cowboys and the 49ers in the mid-90s, I, I I don't think we're stepping back anytime soon. And the 49ers the, with their step. Now, they will have, I think, more changeover than we will this uh, this offseason with the, the coaching staff. I still feel like we'll have our guys back, our coordinators back next year, and that's just a feeling that I have. I do think D'Amico Ryans will be gone. For I them. think D'Amico's the one guy, like, almost guaranteed to get a gig. Yeah. He just, I mean – He's the top defensive guy, and teams want offensive guys, it seems. So uh, I think there will be less defensive guys, you know, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, I'm, st- I'm struck by the fact that it's two weeks since those teams were all eliminated, and they haven't hired dudes. I think that says that they're really interested in D'Amico and Gannon I do and too. any of these guys who are still coaching. I do, yeah. too. I, I mean, I, I, I think the other part of that, though, there is the, the Sean Payton thing. Correct. Where I think people are waiting to see what he does, possibly, as well. I, but. There's no qu- – and by the way, if I'm some of those teams, I'm like, listen, Sean Payton, make a freaking decision. Yeah. I mean, we're not – I got to do something here, buddy. We're, we're not waiting until March 1st for you to decide whether you want $22 million from us or $17 million from them. or Like, just make a decision because we'll pivot. I certainly won't wait too long. 215-592-9494. Coming up, we touched on it during our show yesterday, the A.J. Brown thing. You know, late in the game, it was very obvious he was frustrated on the sidelines. What to read into that? Well, Nick Sirianni was asked about it yesterday. First question in the press conference. It was a good question. And Sirianni gave an answer that told us more than I expected him to say. I'll put it that way. What Sirianni said, you'll hear it next. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, just off and rolling on a Tuesday morning, not for WIP. Yeah, I know. Don't, don't talk too much. Let Jimmy do the talking. I get it. But I only get it to a point because, you know, at some point I got to talk. Shout out to Cameron John Rich. It is 94 WIP. Getting ready for the Eagles and the Niners. An NFC Championship game in five days. By the way, great night last night. Want to uh, make special mention here of uh, our buddy, our guy, Al Morgani, honored last night. Lifetime Achievement Award at the Philadelphia Sports Writers Association. You ready for this, John? 118th annual banquet. Jeez. One James, 118 years. I didn't know there had been this, sports writers in Philadelphia. Yeah. 118 <laughs> yes, years. Yes, this banquet has been attended by. You ready for this? Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali, what? Ty Cobb. Oh my goodness! Right, and and now me and Al and Conklin and, and a whole crew that was there last night. There. But it's uh, really it was it was an amazing night and uh, it, wonderful to see Al get the Lifetime Achievement Award. Obviously, completely completely uh, deserved. Uh, other honorees last night: Jim Salisbury, Jay Wright, 
uh, Tyrese Maxey, Dan Baker, the Phillies team of the year, Jalen Hurts player of the year. Now he's the one person that, you know, couldn't be there. Obviously, you know, this thing called the NFC championship game, getting ready for that. But Hurts honored. Rob Thompson was there last night. Alec Bohm was a wonderful night. So congratulations to Al and all the uh, all the wonderful and worthy uh, award winners. So the phones we go, 215-592-9494. Tim in Upper Chichester. Hi, Tim. Hey, good morning, Joe. Good morning, John. Good Hi, morning, Tim. James. Morning. Uh, so last week I called you guys, and I, I said to you, John, specifically, that uh, we had to really come off the ball firing from all, all aspects of the game, offense, defense, special teams. And I got to say that I was totally blown away that performance on – Saturday. Was I mean, Tim, probably, how, are they, how are they only a two and a half point favorite after that performance? I have no idea. I have no idea, Joe. None. You know, it, it, it really is disrespect. I'm looking at the rest of the teams that were in a divisional round, you know, and looking at the national coverage. So the Jags, right? We had Coach Peterson. They could cover that as a story. The Chiefs had Mahomes. The Giants are the comeback kids. The Cowboys and the Cowboys, they're always getting that. The Bengals, uh, the Bengals, the Bengals had a. Uh, had Burrow, okay. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many stories that are around. Um, the Chiefs, Andy Reid, um, and the Niners have a rookie quarterback. Yeah. There's so many stories floating around there that the, the media is just focusing on that uh, because they uh, they think those are real stories versus us. We have nothing special, if you will. We're doing what I guess they expected us to do, um, and that's why we're not seeing the coverage, hmm. okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts is is absolutely our quarterback for the future. Um, but there's nothing special about this team. We're going out. We're doing the work. We're putting it in. We're winning. And so, Joe, let me just, Tim, like are you saying there's – Tim, 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 hang on. Are you saying there's nothing glitzy in the way they're perceived? That's exactly what I'd say. There's no flash, Joe. There's no flash. Well, if you had to write a column – Well, Hurts Hurt, Hurt should, Hurt should be what the column would be about. And Hurts, his game is flashy. His personality is not. And I've said that many, many times. And I do think that – lends itself to, to a, a lack of uh, perspective on how good he is because he that just doesn't, may, doesn't get the focus he should. That may actually play into it. It, it might. but like, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I said there's no flash. You know, um, he, he, he's a hard worker. He, yeah. out, he does his job and that's it. And you know what though? I appreciate that. Yeah. That's what I want in my players. No, I, I, I get you too. No, it's a good point. I mean, John, I think there's a, a lot to what Tim just said. Good. Like there's a business like approach mm-hmm. that doesn't lend itself to controversy, which doesn't lend itself to more national pub, which doesn't lend itself to exposure, which doesn't lend itself probably to people really realizing just how good the Eagles are. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I think it's a great point. I do it, too. Like the the outcome of that game against the Giants, never ever in doubt. It was twenty eight to nothing right. when they went in at, at the half. I think, and yeah, when there's no drama, right? It's like you're you're not you're not on the tip of everyone's tongue. Yeah, like I'll put it this way, James. Tell me if you agree with this. Now, I didn't see every show yesterday. Like obviously, you can't see every show, every network. But I would bet you, I would I would bet good money that the Dallas Cowboys were mentioned more yesterday nationally than the Philadelphia Eagles. Why? I don't think it's close. Because their season had just ended, and people wanted to hear, wait, what's Jerry Jones saying? What's Dak Prescott? Like, it's right. Mm-hmm. But, okay, you want to focus on a loser? Okay, focus on a loser. <laughs> it's crazy, man. 215-592-9494. Uh, Twitter poll question of the day, not a loser, three winners, and it's going to be a tough one to figure out. Twitter poll question of the day sponsored by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PI Dental Center. 
Twitter.com. Now, Twitter poll question, John. China was Saturday because we know Hertz wasn't uh, fully healthy there for a stretch. Mahomes clearly now is not fully healthy. And that will really impact things. I, I think the Chiefs are at a big disadvantage without Mahomes being able to move the way you would, you know, normally would. But here's today's question. When healthy, who is the best quarterback in the NFL? We're not talking past. <laughs> we're not talking 10 years from now. And we're only talking three names. Josh Allen, who might have been in this poll until he clunked it up the last couple weeks, and in the poll. Tom Brady, who would have been in the poll, you know, if he was still doing his thing, didn't do his thing this year. He ain't in the poll. We're down to three. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL when healthy? Now, Seltzer and I were going back and forth, John, on whether they should go in alphabetical order or not. Seltzer thinks Hurts should go first because he's local. I say keep it alphabetical. So just inside baseball, Joe is a fanatic about the alphabetical thing yeah. on the polls. Like don't, you're, you're very, you're like, just do it my way. Don't tip your hand. So like, I said, I will do it your way. Okay, so okay, so here we go. A, Burrow. It <laughs> just really cares. Right. Like, no, really because, cares. you know, like, yeah. all right, A, Burrow. He's a great player. He's a great player. He's more of a traditional pocket quarterback, but he's got some wheels, but not a ton. But he's got enough. He's got good pocket mobility. He's not going to give you big sprint outs, but, like, he's a great quarterback. B, Hurts. We know the Jalen Hurts thing. C, Mahomes. I want everyone to vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Keep it real. Be honest. Give me your assessment. When healthy, who's the best quarterback in football, Burrow, Hurts, or Mahomes? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. To the phones, Tyrone. Of course, you can weigh in on the phone lines as well. Hi, Tyrone. Hey, good morning, Joe. Good morning, John. Hi, Tyrone. Good morning, James. Hey, how's it going? Good, Great buddy. victory. I, I didn't talk to you guys since the great victory over the Giants, but I just want to say the birds were – Fabulous, fantastic. Uh, they're at the top of their game, which is awesome, 38-7. I think that um, going into this game, what I, what I personally like, and this is in deference to the national pundits that are all against Philadelphia, period, because if you, if you know in all sports, Philadelphia is usually, even if we have the best record we looked upon in the power rankings as one of the lower-rated teams. But I, but I think going forward, We've hit our stride last game. We're playing on a level, and we're bringing a, bringing a complete package offensively, defensively, even the special teams are stepping up. And I think that um, with the coaching and, and just the energy that they're bringing, I think though San Fran is one of the top, if not the top team in defense, I think that we are just playing on a different level when our, our energy – it's so high. We're playing tough, consistent football on all levels. Well, listen, Tyrone, the Eagles are. And what they are, and John used this word earlier, it might have been yesterday, complimentary. They're very well balanced. I mean, I really don't believe there's what you'd call a, a, a real true weakness. I don't think the punter's great. But it's not, not to the extent that it's like, oh, that's a glaring weakness on the team. I mean, if you have one punt that goes 10 yards less than you want, that's not a glaring weakness. That's a bummer of a play. But they don't have – He was better in this last He game. was better. He yeah. was, and Tyrone, good call. I mean, John, what is – I mean, I know before the playoffs you thought it was pass protection, and perhaps it still is, based on communication. Well, it looked better. It did look a, a lot, lot better. better. Right? It looked a lot It looked a lot better. The weakness of this team uh, – I, I guess you'd have to go to uh, Reed Blankenship in man coverage if we decide to go that route. Maybe. You know, I, Maybe. I think I, that's I don't know. probably where Gannon worries. There, there were a couple plays early in that Giants game where it felt like 
they were almost picking on Reed Blankenship. They were maximizing yeah. that, you know, that matchup, throwing to the guy. I think one time it was Cager. One time it was uh, Richie, uh, yeah, whoever that guy is. I mean, th- these are like no-namers for the Giants. But Reed Blankenship struggled to just be where he needed to Look, be. Look, he's not great. Man. He's 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 doing his best. He's he's you know he's he's okay. I he's like not the way great. he flies around. I, I like too. the way he's willing to hit yeah. people. But he is not the fleetest of foot. By the way, you know what teams take advantage? Surprised me, and John. I mean, it makes sense, James. I don't know if you've heard this. This grabbed my attention doing the pregame show the other day with the whole crew, Glenn, the whole crew, and Ruben said, Ruben Amaro, uh, Ruben uh, Frank, Frank said. Um, Reed Blankenship has played the most of any rookie this year on the Eagles. It's wild, undrafted. I mean, I was undrafted, I mean, guy. right? Now I don't know if he, if he, because he didn't specify. I mean, maybe he means total snaps. Um, maybe he meant just down the stretch of the season. Well, it Obviously, makes sense, down the though. I mean, like his Davis no, was hurt. Jurgens, you know, didn't play much at all. You know, all that makes sense. And who the was Kobe? The, didn't make play much. Third round, the Kobe. Calcaterra only played yeah. when, when Goddard was hurt. Reed Blankenship. I mean, it's not that. You know. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Un, undrafted guy, John. I mean, it's pretty amazing. He's been solid. He's done a nice too. job. Hey, we have to give away today a pair of tickets to see the Philadelphia Auto Show happening. It starts in uh, just a couple days, January twenty eighth through February fifth. It's a it's a great event. Great event. At the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Tickets available at phillyautoshow.com. John, I have in my hands. They came out this morning. I know you're a big Oscars fan. Yes. Best picture, uh, lead actor, lead actress. Uh, by the way, um, Top Gun got nominated for best picture. Now, I don't. I don't know that As it would have. Should. Well, I don't know if it would have in the old system when only five were named. Now they name like ten no, or fifteen have, or twenty. And it's ten. Ten. Um, James, Shout out to Top Gun. James, yeah, it's awesome. What is going to win, James? Best so it's picture. actually pretty open this year. What, I mean, should, what should people see in the next couple of weeks? So uh, the, the 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 top five that I've seen that I like the most, uh, Top Gun is great. If you haven't seen it, you really yep. should. Uh, Tar and the Fablemans. Fablemans, the new Steven Spielberg movie. It's about his life growing up. It's really, really good. Love it's about that. Spielberg's life? Yeah, it's like really? a personal story about his life. It's wow. the new Spielberg movie. Wow. So it's great. Can uh, I just ask a question? Sure. He made the movie? He directed it. So he made a movie about himself. Yeah, Johnny made a movie about himself. Yeah, yeah. a lot of dire- it's like a thing these days. A lot of a lot of directors are doing. And they that. call me the haughty hammer. I know. Holy mackerel! Okay, okay, I'm out of here, guys. I'm gonna go make a movie about myself. Oh, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Has... You know, I think he's a thing. What has Spielberg really done? Ask yourself. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. All right, what else? James? Um, Tar uh, with uh, Keith Blanchett got yep. nominated. It's uh, about a, a conductor. Phenomenal. That actually, it, it, I think Kate Blanchett in that is maybe the best female performance I've seen in my life. Wow. It's certainly top five best female performance. So it sounds I've like you're saying this was a good batch of movies. It's a good this movie. Year. Everything Everywhere All at Once okay. is really different, but that might win, actually. All right. Banshee's in a Sheeran's good. Well, it's well, good look, year. All right, so I'm glad to hear we got some movies to see that, that are going to be good because I think it's been kind of weak the last 10 or 20 years. So I look forward to diving into some movies before the Oscars. Uh, James just mentioned, uh, Kate, uh, you say Blanchett. Is that how you say the name? Blanchett. I'm you impressed. say Blanchett? Yeah, I said Blanchett. But uh, apparently she had a magnificent performance and, and very well might win this award. We'll ask you in honor of her and all the actresses through the years. Best female performance ever in a movie. Call it the ultimate best uh, you know, best uh, actress you know, performance, uh, whatever you'd call it. John, if you're giving away one yeah. One of those Academy Awards yeah. to one woman, or it can be a young girl, because where sometimes you get, you know, I mean, Tato O'Neill was like, you know, I don't know, nine or ten years old. Um, Anna Paquin was like Anna Paquin, 12 or yep, 13. For sure. 
Uh, Annie didn't win, but, you know, I mean, she did a Should great have, job. Right, Joe? She, did a, she did a great <laughs> job. All right, Richie, give me an answer here, man. Best female performance of all time. I don't know if you're going Haymaker or not. What do you got? Yeah, this is a Haymaker. Yeah. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Theron uh, when she portrayed Eileen Wernos in Monster. Yep was almost unrecognizable, and she showed a real versatility, uh, won the Academy Award. It was uh, an incredible performance, a terrifying performance, yeah. but she gave the character like, almost a sympathetic, like, you. it, it was just masterful. Love it. Seltzer, masterful. give me a great answer here, man. We always talk about Meryl Streep as, like, the best living actress yep. by far. We don't talk enough about how Frances McDormand might be close. Marge Gunderson in Fargo. Well, she is a Ooh. just an awesome actress, man. Phenomenal. Like, I didn't know of her amazing. until uh, Almost Famous. Yeah, you know she was the mom, the mom. of you know. She's the great kid. now. Only a few scenes, but great. Yeah, terrific. Look, I'll give you I'll give you an answer here. I'm going to go early '90s, and and this actress in this movie pulled off a really tough combination, and it's Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs, and John the combination that she pulled off in that movie, very hard to do, and she did it exceptionally well. Two words: vulnerable, and strong. It's hard to portray hmm. strong and vulnerable at the same time, yet she did it. Clarice. Yeah, no, listen. All right, give us a great answer. Best female performance ever in a movie. What is it? If you win it, obviously you win the uh, tickets to the Philly Auto Show. Let's go to Jeff in Wilmington. Hi, Jeff. Damn it, Joe. You took my answer. That's the way um, it goes, man. I know. I got another one. <clears throat> yeah, um, okay, so I got a couple reasons why I think the Eagles are getting disrespected. Um, one is, we kind of um, had our worst part of the season at the end of the season going yep. into the playoffs. Yep. And that was due entirely to injury. And that, I'm sticking with that. That's, you know, I will say, Jeff, that, that is also making – nationally, people making a mistake to an extent, to an extent, not the yeah. same extent, that they made on the Eagles in 2017. Yeah. I mean, the, the Eagles you, played their worst football of the year in 2017 at the end, and, and they didn't turn it up in the first round of the playoffs. They played good enough, but right. the Eagles won the Super Bowl. You also have the – consistency of the 49ers and the the feel-good story of this rookie kid you know basically helping them win games i mean i don't think he's anything special they are he's not he's not defense yeah correct he he's he's at he's average at best he is which Um, which is an accomplishment but it's still only average yeah, it, it's like they have us on the pay no mind list. Like, all right, it's really when you listen to these guys talk, it's like they mention the Eagles in passing almost. It's like, all right, well, they're up there. But, you know, Mahomes is a better story. Burrow is a better story for them because they're more flashy. And that was uh, one of the callers said that earlier. Yeah. Like, we're more businesslike, you know. There's there's not a – and you know what's great? We don't the, – the Eagles don't always win the same way. Some – there's some games where Hurts is thrown for 300 yards. There's some games where he's ran for 100 and thrown for 150. Like it, it's, what do you need? I can do it. Right. Whatever, whatever, whatever the occasion calls for, they've been able to adjust, and they're not putting up, you know, 500 yards a game. They don't have to. Well, it's. I, I think your points are all really good, Jeff. Give me a great answer. Female performance in a movie. All right, I'm going to go. I had to had to pivot on the on the fly. I'm going to go with um, Oprah Winfrey with in the color purple. All right, you got it, man. Yeah, back to I believe 1985. I think that was. All right, let's let, let's get to uh, Nick Sirianni on uh, on, on AJ Brown. It was strange the other day. You know, you get this huge win. It, it was obviously totally over. Uh, you know, really by some point in the third quarter, but you see AJ Brown sitting there, and he obviously wasn't happy. And we were trying to figure out yesterday on our show one of three things. 
is he frustrated sitting on the bench because he's actually banged up, you know, injured-ish, and, he, and he's frustrated not to be able to play in that sense, and maybe he thinks it'll affect the next round and his capabilities. Two, is he frustrated because he wants to go play and he's being held out by the team, the coach, the doctors, like, nope, J- uh, AJ, we got this, don't worry about it. Or is he frustrated, reason three, because he didn't get the ball as much as he wanted when he was out there, and he's you know got that wide receiver thing of like, yo, I want to get seven catches, and I want to have 100 yards, and I didn't have that. Uh, by the way, that's happened to all three of the Eagles' main targets this year quite a number of times. The ball gets spread around, and they don't get it, but then you know, they might get it the next week. All right, um, which was it? Well, I thought Nick Sirianni gave us a pretty good indication yesterday that reason three was in play. That he was yes. that he was unhappy not getting the ball enough, and I was surprised. Nick, I was very surprised. Nick Sirianni answered this question this way. Listen to the question. Listen to Sirianni's answer yesterday. About AJ Brown at the at the end of the game, it looked like he was uh, frustrated on the sidelines. You went over and talked with him. It also appeared like maybe he uh, he had tweaked something late in the game. Can you kind of uh, shed some light on that, please? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he he was going through a little something with his with, with his body uh, that. Um, you know that was that was hurting him. We feel like he'll be ready to go this week, um, but he he was hurting in that game, and so uh, that's why that's why he wasn't in the game. As far as as far as um, you know, what the first part of that question is, of course he's always going to want the ball. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Of, yeah, just of, about the frustration in your conversation yeah. with him. Of course he's going to always want the ball. He's he's a really good player, and um, you know, no one, not any, not really anybody in the past game really got a lot of targets or a lot of opportunities and uh, because we were running the ball so well. Um, but, you know, that's what you want from your receivers to want to have have the football. There's part, part of the reason why uh, receivers are good is because they want and crave the football. They want the ball to, to change the game. Um, but, you know, make no mistake about it, he was, he was thrilled that we won the football game. Always wants to be involved, obviously, in the plan. He blocked his butt off. You can see, you know, you see how excited he was when him – when he when he had that spring he sprang that block for uh for uh Devontae's touchdown so you know um but you know obviously he's obviously really excited and celebrating the locker room with all of us uh after the win I'm shocked that Sirianni went there he didn't have to he could have covered and listen he gave you the truth but I was yeah. I was really surprised that he that he was that forthcoming. Well, he was very matter-of-fact about it. Remember, this is a guy who was a wide receivers coach. Yep. And so it's almost like a truism to him that great wide receivers throw fits if they don't get the ball enough. But and that, that had, is, but that that had is not been the, but a that, truism in the NFL, But Joe. that was not the 2022 Eagles ethos. No. No, you're right. It was not. And this is At least that we know of. This is something that can become a bad thing. Make no bones about it. Yeah, you know? Sirianni spotlighted it. <laughs> See, that's yeah. where Seltzer, that's where I'm shocked. He's gotten pretty savvy at how to answer questions. To me, he took something that really wasn't that bad. Look, I'm not saying it's the end of the world. But he took something that could be perceived as a small thing and really easily dismissed. Uh, he was just, you know, he was, he was banged up. And he was disappointed not to be in there because of that. And he literally made it a bigger thing by saying, oh, let me tell you what it really is. Do you think it's purposeful? I mean, everything at the podium. No, I'm serious. Like, think about it this way. Like, that he's kind of saying, AJ, like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't Look, he act ain't, he It's ain't, possible. Maybe, but he ain't Yoda. I don't, I don't think he's, like, next level, next level, next level. He's I not, mean, he I mean, doesn't, he doesn't seem to say anything he doesn't want to say at the podium these days. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I think you might be giving him too much credit, but who knows? All right, to the phones. Let's go. If you want to react to that, I found it. 
you know, strange. I, I Look, I think we all thought it was strange in the third and fourth quarter to see A.J. Brown with that, you know, disposition. And then to hear Sirianni be like, yeah, it's because he was frustrated. He didn't get the ball enough. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I was just really surprised he answered that question that way. By the way, we'll talk to Mike Quick about it in 10 minutes. Obviously, Mike was a wide receiver. I mean, you know, um, you know, yeah, wide receivers want the ball. But the Eagles also had a magnificent victory. Let's go to Chris in Ocean City. Hi, Chris. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Hi, Chris. So, uh, main thing that, that I took away from Saturday is Nick Sirianni became a made man, in my opinion. I just loved everything about him, from the showboating to the camera, cussing at the refs, and ripping WIP postgame, and then rocking that, uh, that chain afterwards. He's just, it's so refreshing when you feel like somebody understands you and they get it. And I feel like Nick gets us, and he's one of us. Um, and so I know that we're talking so much about the, the possibility of what could happen this season, but I just want us all to take a moment and just realize how incredible it is that we have Nick and Jalen at the helm probably for the next decade. It couldn't have worked out any better, and I'm just absolutely ecstatic. Well, it's been it's been awesome. You know, I mean, look, decades a long time. I've seen enough to know. Don't don't uh, just lock it in that long. I mean, Chip Chip Kelly, you never in a billion years. Would have thought after year two that he'd be gone after year Carson three. Wentz. Carson Doug. <laughs> yeah, Doug. Doug, I mean, Doug wins. Come on, Doug, Doug wins a, a couple years later. Wins the Super Bowl is can three years later. Two of which they made the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's unbelievable. No, I know, I know, but but at least for right now, I've, they, they, it's, yes. just, just let me live in my fantasy, please. Thank you, Chris. Give me a great answer, man. Female performance in a movie. Um, sure. So I'll say Kathy Bates in Misery. Great. It's a very good answer, man. It's a very, very good answer. 215-592-9494. Speaking of answers, we'll get answers from Mike Quick next. He uh, announced the game the other day with Merrill. His assessment of whether the Eagles are being nationally disrespected, a small favorite against San Francisco. Obviously, we'll highlight the Final Four and kind of what's up ahead. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Are you looking for tickets for games and concerts at the Wells Fargo Center or for our huge football game coming up at the link? Well, do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet, sports, music, shows. And with Game Time, you get great tickets and amazing prices, even on last-minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every single venue. It's so quick and easy. Just download the Game Time app, enter your email, use the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's promo code WIP. Game time. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.